Happy holidays! It's getting close. We are, uh, we are, it's really sneaking up. Yeah. We got, uh, what, uh, 11, 10 days left, something like that, until Krimpus? Oh, it's, de yeah, definitely less than two weeks. Yeah. Krimpus is... Getting in? What'd you say? Getting shopping in? Yeah, shopping's good, um... Samantha does most of the shopping throughout the year, so we're pretty well prepared. I got a couple things I got to pick up still, but but nothing crazy. Hell yeah. Um, are you coming to Peoria? It's not looking like it. At least not till January, probably. But oh, not not for Crimbus. Not for Crimbus, no. Oh. I don't think so. I'm already like on the schedule at the uh, at the King Supas. That's a bummer. I know. Uh, are Jim? Are the parents going out there? <clears throat> so they're they're coming out here for uh, Festivus through Christmas, 23rd to the 25th, and then they're going with my brother and his family to NYC. Okay, for what? Yeah. Just just vacay? Uh, yeah, some sort of family vacay. Okay, are you going? No, no. Uh, that was when I was originally thinking of like coming home and coming to Peoria and uh, just like bachelor padded up at our buddy Wolf's. Yeah. But uh, it just it, it it didn't work out with the way uh, with it, me getting this King Supers job. I can't really put in time time off that quickly. Yeah. What uh? So at the King Supas, you working like days or nights? Uh, days and evenings. Okay. Like, not, no, nothing overnight. Yeah, they, they change their hours, right? They're just open till midnight? Yeah, I mean, there are workers there past midnight, but... Stocking? Yeah, oh yeah, just stock boys. Stock boys and girls? Stock boys and girls. So did you work today? Uh, today, no. Today's my day off. Yesterday I worked, and I worked tomorrow. Okay. I've been running around wasting my fucking life today, Jeff. What you been up to? Just it's been a complete waste of life today. I <laughs> uh, went well. So Friday, I uh, at work I check out this key at security with sta I'm working at State Farm headquarters in Bloomington. Okay. If anybody doesn't know, that's not that's that's not my employer, but that's where I'm working right now. Yeah, that's the work site. That's the job site. That's the job site, and. Um, so every day, or pretty much every day, I have to go to security and I have to check out this key that like gets me into everywhere I need to go. And um, uh, at the end of the day, obviously, you go back and you return the key. Well, oh, I can see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, so I I go home. You know how Fridays are. You just want to get the fuck out of there. Fuck it Fridays. Yeah, it's fuck it Friday. I'm fucking gone, man. Like, get this shit out of my face. I'm done with you for the week. <laughs> I'm on the way home. I go uh, stop off in Morton to go to the Farm and Fleet because that's, like that's like my top store. Fuck value. Yes. At Farm and Fleet. Yeah, that's where you go to find value. <laughs> so I'm at the Farm and Fleet and I reach my hand in my pocket and my fucking... Left hand touches some keys. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Fuck no. No. 
I was so pissed. And this is Blooming like State Farm headquarters in Bloomington, and I'm in Morton, so we're talking 40, 40 minutes. Would you say, Jeff? From Morton to Bloomington? Yeah. No, it's thirty. Like, well, like a half hour, maybe twenty-five. Yeah. Close. I mean, an inconvenience, especially on a Friday night. Yeah, you don't want to go back the other way down what fifty or seventy-four or whatever. Yeah, it's like oh, I was so fucking pissed at myself and the. The foreman at that job site that we're working for had just left for vacation. So I'm like, like he's out of town by now. I'm like, I'm not fucking calling him with this bullshit. I'm like, I'm going to just call the, like the job site superintendent guy. I give him a jingle and I'll let him know what happened. I'm like, I mean, I can come back and bring it. And he's like, nah, I wouldn't worry about it. He's like, they're going to shut off your badge. So you won't be able to get in on Monday. You'll have to go to security and. Uh, return the key and then they'll reactivate you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. So I think it's done. I'm like, fuck it. We'll just, we'll deal with this Monday. I'm not even going to worry about this shit. Well, well, then state farm or emails, uh, they, they obviously find out that the key hasn't been returned and that I'm gone. And, um, cause you know, they, they take a log of who checks the key out. And then they can look at your badge and see that you've left. So they see that I checked the key out and I'm gone. And the key's not returned. So they, they uh, email my boss. Like, not the not the dude that's in Chicago, but, like, the boss of the company. Oh, shit. Yeah. They went all the way up. They went all the way up the ladder. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> then, so then I get a, uh, a text this morning from the foreman... And he's like, lets me know what happened. I'm like, yeah, I know. I called Sean and he just said, you know, deal with it Monday. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just do it. Like, whatever. Monday's cool. But then I get a call from the superintendent of my company. And he said that the boss wants it back today. I'm like, fuck. Okay. So uh, he was nice enough. Good dude to meet me in Mackinac. Because he had to go back to Bloomington anyway. Which Mackinac from my house is about half an hour. Yeah, it's not quite Bloomington, but it's it's closest thing to a Bloomington suburb. Yeah, so it it saved me, you know, twenty five minutes. So yeah. it, it was it was cool. I mean, that was real nice of him to do that. So uh, so yeah, I me I just had to drop everything. So that's where my day started to slide, as far as productivity. <laughs> And then uh, we get back, and I need to get this Tdap shot because uh, for the new baby that we're welcoming to the world. Hell yeah! Tdap. So it's like a. I, I think it's. I think it's so the baby doesn't get whooping cough. Oh, okay. At first, I thought you were talking like some sort of photos, like one of those Tdap shots, you know, where you. Yeah. You no. Put a photo <laughs> in the uterus or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about an injection. <laughs> So, they, they, they do shots while they're in the womb still? No, like shot, like I need a shot. Oh, you need a shot. Yeah, okay. yeah, I need, like, she, they did it at one of her, like, appointments, like, throughout the pregnancy, obviously you have a lot of appointments, but as it gets closer to the birth, you have, like, an appointment, like, every week. Oh, yeah. So, like, she's had plenty of opportunities, and she's already got all the shots she needs. The only one I need is the Tdap, and, uh, they just said, just go to, like, uh... What we have around here is called like OSF Ergo Care now. What well, used to be, uh-huh. you remember Prompt Care? Yeah. Like one of those. Yeah, they little... got switched like Urgent Care for a while. 
Yeah, like one of those little places. They're like, just go yeah. to go to one of those and they'll hook you up. Easy peasy, 40 bucks, whatever. I'm like, okay. So we're going to do that today. And we go to the one place, we go to one, like an o- OSF version of this, these kind of places. And they just like, the lady was so confused. Like she just was like, just wouldn't do it. I'm like, so you, everybody told me I could just come here to get them. She's like, no, the doctor says we don't do that. You have to go to like your family doctor. I'm like, well, I don't have a fuck. I got, I, I pulled a white guy. I'm like news flash, buddy. I don't, I don't have a fucking family doctor. Okay. I just got back on insurance. You know, I'm a, I, I've been, you know, a lot of my adult life has been no insurance, which I know is not a good thing, but Hey, shit happens. So she refuses. She's not going to do it for some reason. We don't know why. So we're like, fuck it. We'll go to this other, we'll go to this other place called like family quick care. You know, it's like the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so we go there and she's like, we finally get in there and she's like, what do you need? And I'm like a T-dap shot. And she's like, oh, we don't have them. And and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just, I I did your little computer check-in and I put what I needed. Like, I know you offer them. She's like, yeah, we do, but there's a shortage. I'm like a T-dap shortage, and then somebody else in the waiting room said that their husband worked at the the facility where they manufactured, yeah, where they manufacture the drug, and like something like the the USDA or whatever shut them down. What the fuck? I was like, what? So I don't know what the fuck we're doing now. The doctor just said keep calling back until we get them back. I don't know if like. I'm sure, like, hospitals have them. Yeah. It's probably just, like, anything. Like, when there's a shortage, there's a chain of command on who gets first dibs. Yeah. So I probably just have to go to somewhere else. But, anyway, we wasted a bunch of time. All, we, we spent, like, two hours, and all we got done was uh, Taco Bell and Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> that's... I mean, Eric, worst comes to worst. You, you, you're at the birth of your child, and the, the child comes out, and you're holding the child, and then you're like, hey, Doc, by the way, give me a little tea down. Yeah, we need the tea down. Right here, I'm right now while I'm holding my baby. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, you know, I'm sure we could get one at the fucking hospital. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, so, the day's just been ridiculous. I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to try to get done today, and it was just all thrown out the window by these series of snafus. You got, uh, what, about uh, a month or so till the due date? Uh, yeah, a little over a month. Like, uh, the due date's January 24th. Hell yeah. Um, another note on what's going on in Peoria is, uh, <laughs> there's a uh, wrestling show tonight, Badass Wrestling Organization. That's the name of the, that's the name of the crew? That's the name of the promotion, yeah. Baywell? Bowo? Badass wrestling. Yeah, Bowo. Uh, Bowo. Bowo. Um, so this is just like, I don't know if we're going to go. I'm trying to talk Wolf into it. Yeah. And I don't know what Glenn's doing. He's probably working. But uh, I've been following this guy, this 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 buildup of this event on Facebook for like four months. So I really want the payoff of going to it. But it's been hilarious, and, like, the Facebook page has been hilarious. I should have told you about it. 
But, uh, like, this guy stirred up quite the, uh, like, the energy around, like, he stirred up some buzz around this show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, I, I gotta give this guy a lot of credit. Like, he has a 105.7, uh, you know, like, the rock station in Peoria. Yeah, that's still the rocket station? We still rock, buddy. 105.7, the X rocks. I don't know if it's called the X, but it probably is. Yeah, it's definitely the X. Uh, he's, he's got a, yeah, he's got a fucking commercial on there. He did a, uh, he's doing interviews on like 90.7 and different things. And he was even working the Facebook crowd. Uh, like the marks were totally getting worked. Like he had this other guy that was like talking shit about him in videos and the, and they're hilarious. Like he was calling him an inbred fuck and all this crazy shit. And, uh, the Facebook community, you know, that follows this page, he's got like 500 followers. Yeah. They, they were getting totally worked. Like they were like, Oh, he, he, you know, he hates him and this is a real life beef and all this shit. And yeah, they were up in arms. They were up in arms. And it's like, it was clearly a work to, to hype the show. Well, I mean, to the casual, casual fan, they don't know that. No, I'm giving him all the credit in the world. That's what I'm saying. I say, like, to come out of nowhere and put on a show, I think this guy did a hell of a job. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, not really out of nowhere. The reason I knew about this dude is because he tried this, like, two years ago. And he had a show booked at the Peoria Civic Center. And uh, um, it was some kind of, I think it was probably an insurance issue. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, where's the show tonight, then? Avani's, uh, the, the peak in Avani's dome. Oh God. Oh God. Do you, have you ever been there? No, I, I don't go to Pekin. <laughs> it's a pretty good rule. Honestly. It's a rule of thumb that I want to live by in my adult life. Never visit Pekin again. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell Wolf or anybody that was in Pekin. That's the <laughs> last, that's a last second surprise. Oh, it's in Pekin. Okay. I guess we're going to Pekin. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I'll let you know. It was supposed to have an opening act. Like, it, like he had a musical act to open. And, uh, of course, like, they, they, they went on the promotion tour with him. Like, they were on the radio shows. And then last night they ducked out. Oh, God. But, <laughs> but he found another replacement. Some guy named Savage is going to be doing the music for the night. Like, uh, DJing, or... He looks, he appears to be a rapper. Oh, right, okay. The original act was called Shade Tree, and they were definitely rappers. Oh. So this... Good. I I would assume Pekin, you know, uh, we would go more along the rock route. That's true, but... Especially with them being on 105.7 The X Rocks. Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. But we we also do know that hip hop and wrestling do go together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Ever since the twenty first century, yeah. So, but anyway, it'll be too. By the time this release, the show will probably be going on. So, it's a terrible job by me of helping this guy out. But um, huh? you know. It's not like we have a huge fan base to promote to anyway. I think he's got us beat with 105.7. Oh, for sure. 
So yeah, I might be going to see that. So if I do, I'll uh, we'll give you an update on that next week. We'll see how it goes. Hell yeah, badass wrestling organization, huh? Yeah, there's supposed to be a match where uh, the fans pick the weapons. Like you can throw in a weapon. Hmm. Which, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you really have to trust the fans to play along with that. Yeah. All of a sudden, someone's throwing in a piece in the ring. They're like, yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah, Glock 19. <laughs> yeah. Like, Come on, now. Yeah. <laughs> we know guns and wrestling, but not lamb and tuna fish, man. They do not go together. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got going on in Peoria tonight. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, our buddy, Tuna Fish, Texas Tan Man, is having a Christmas party tonight. I'll be uh, attending. Oh, nice at the at the house. Yeah, is he making pizzas? I don't know. I think uh, uh, Andrea's in charge of uh, food and shit. Okay. She sent out a text saying, "Let me know like if you want to bring a dish so there's no double ups." I texted her today. I'm like, "Hey, you want me to make something?" And of course, like she knows my non cooking ass, so she's like, "No, just bring yourself." And it's some eggnog too. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you gotta know your crowd. Some some people you gotta just send out for the uh, just to buy. I, I'm in the buy crowd, unfortunately. I'd like to make something. Yeah, some people you just say, why don't you grab the chips and the and the soda? <sighs> <laughs> then you show up with a paper bag and you. I want to show up with a motherfucking crockpot of goodies, goddammit. Yeah, or a casserole dish. Yeah, something like that, you know. Well, that'll be, co- that'll be cool. Oh, yeah, it'll be a fun time. And then I might swing over to Badger's post-party a little something. Oh, a little after-party? Yeah, a little after-party. We'll see. You never know. So, yeah, that's that's a dirty D tonight. Then it's supposed to snow tomorrow, and... Be a poopy Sunday. Yeah, we're supposed to get like three to five on, like starting Sunday into Monday. I guess I don't know. He wants some. He wants some holiday fluff. Oh yeah. Now, ha- Eric, I know we discussed this last year, but have you been to Northwoods during the season? No, and North, and I'm not sure that anybody's been to Northwoods, Jeff. Excuse me. I drive, I drive by <laughs> there. I drive by there. Uh, like during you know hours where there would be people, you know, usually four like four thirty p.m. I got eyes on Northwoods Mall every day, and uh, it's not looking like it used to. Oh, just you wait. You know it's a last minute stop. Wait till the twentieth. That place from the twentieth to the twenty fourth will be back to Northwoods. That you know. You think? Because I'm not so sure. I think times have changed. <laughs> I don't know, Eric. Uh, I mean, this is the first year I haven't come into Peoria for Crimbus in a long-ass time. And every year, I still have some last-minute Crimbus shopping to do because I'm terrible at that. So, when I go, I go to Northwoods. I'm like a little one-stop shop because my ass is too old and stuck in my ways to get in with online shopping. So I go to Northwoods. Northwoods always happen when I'm there. And that's always like Festivus the 23rd or later, you know? Oh yeah, and well, if you're shopping New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, you can't really go online. That's true. It's an excellent point. <laughs> uh, 
So, so this week, Jeff, I watched SmackDown and Raw. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty crazy week for me. I was going to try to squeeze in last night's SmackDown. This is Saturday when we were recording this. I was going to try to watch last night's, but uh, Hulu's slack and they don't even have it up yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I caught a, a spoiler from last night's SmackDown, but I haven't watched that either. Was it, a, like, a big spoiler? Uh, I mean, basically just of a feud that's going on. Oh, a fresh feud? Fresh feud. Okay. But it's from a casual fan, so I didn't really know what he's talking about. Okay. But I was able to pick up on what he meant, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so let's just, let's, let's keep it to last week's, and we'll talk about SmackDown next week, and we got the TLC Go Home show next week, right? No, TLC's uh, tomorrow. What? Yeah, dude. TLC is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we got to do predictions then. <laughs> yeah, we are. I, I mean, I'm almost positive. Let me look up here. Um, yeah, I think uh, last night was the Go Home. Yeah, it will take place December 15th. Yes, tomorrow. Holy hell, that really snuck up. Oh, yeah. Yep, I think the only... So let's talk about... Uh, from SmackDown last week. Uh, I yeah, think... The six. I, I think the biggest takeaway is definitely the fact that we get to see Bray Wyatt um, targeting... Oh, look at this. Targist. CBS.com has a, has a uh, typo in the headline here. Smooth. Bray Wyatt Targist Targus Targus Mrs. Family They're really keeping an eye on the fucking Wrestling articles on CBS.com aren't they Yeah the editor's doing a great job <laughs> So that's gotta be the biggest takeaway We're getting Bray Wyatt Specifically not the Fiend Bray Wyatt Versus the Miz And uh Bray attacks the Miz from behind on the show, and we actually get so we get for the first time that I that I could think of, we get Bray Wyatt outside of the fa- the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, uh, is this a, is this really his first time like outside that set in that attire, like his sweater and everything? I think so. That's what I like. I kept thinking about it because I thought that's what was going on, and I I'm pretty sure. Uh, which I thought was really cool because the Fiend character, you know, not that it's not still awesome, but it was just getting a little, like, it was starting to wear. I'm like, I wonder yeah. what, I wonder what they're going to do next. And this was a good swerve. Like, oh yeah, let's get the other side. Let's really, like, if we're going to do a mankind kind of thing, like, let's, let's get the other side. Uh, is that, is that what they're going for? Is like a complete split personality mankind style that's what i'm that's that's how i see it interesting okay well um i i didn't put two and two together like i saw him attack him like while while wearing the sweater and his bray white character but uh i didn't like see the headline for tlc saying miz versus bray white and realize that we're talking about bray white and not the fiend you know yeah yeah it's it's specifically bray white and the the match picture has Bray, not the Fiend. 
And uh, so yeah, we're gonna. I'm, I think he's gonna wrestle in the in the sweater, and it'll be. Uh, what kind of pants does he wear? I think it's some pleated khakis. Nice. I like that. Some church pants. Yeah, I'd like to see him out there in some church pants. I hope. I hope he's got some man ti- mankind type uh, little uh, flat shoes. <laughs> Remember how oh, small man. Oh yeah, you remember how small Mankind's feet looked? Uh, yeah, dude, he's got some tiny feet. We always <laughs> talked about how hilarious his feet were. Yeah, and everyone else like wears wrestling boots, so if you come out there wearing normal shoes, your feet automatically look smaller. Yeah. And then Mankind's not doing himself any favors by... Like, what was he wearing? Were they dress shoes that Mankind had on? I don't know. They, they were weird-looking shoes. They were great, though. I, ho- I hope Ray does something like that. Uh, is this a title match or just a grudge match? Um, I think it was a title match. Actually, I'm not sure that it is. Hold on. I did love how, while I'm looking this up, I did love uh, the Miz like doing going full actor in this segment. Yeah, yeah. You texted me about that the other night. It was it was fantastic. So. He's out in the ring, like, cutting a promo, and then uh, Bray Wyatt interrupts on Firefly Funhouse, and, uh, what, at first he just hangs up a picture of Daniel Bryan, doesn't he, with the X's over his eyes? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, just starts talking a little bit about business family and shit, gets Miz riled up, because you don't talk about my wife and kids, bro. No, if there's one thing we know about action movies and professional wrestling, it's that you do not talk or, in, talk or endanger a man's wife or kids. That's one thing we know. Yeah, that, that, that's one-on-one. Uh, so then uh, Miz went into the back on a mad hunt looking for Bray to fuck him up. And, oh, that's uh, great. When he got to the fun house, he saw a picture... Uh, like, it's supposed to be a family photo of The Miz with his wife and two... He's got two boys, right? Two girls, I think. But he, either girls. way. Either way. Uh, yeah, so it's just a family photo of Seb Bray uh, just inserted himself, <laughs> George Costanza style, yeah. over The Miz's spot, you know? Yeah, he photoshopped himself in. It looked hilarious, too. It looked like his arm was, like, five feet long. <laughs> like it didn't you know it didn't work out right like the, you know they rarely do yeah and uh, uh this is where the action shot really takes place that you're talking about because Miz picked up this photo and he's just staring at it he slowly slides off his sunglasses to get a better look no he's so pissed he's, what, then what does he do does he slam it down or is he just immediately attacked I think he's just trembling in anger and he gets attacked from behind Oh, of course he's trembling in anger, Eric. Yeah. He used all those marine acting chops. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> I was a big fan of this segment. <clears throat> yeah, he sold it well. But yeah, then Bray Wyatt, in his sweater, like we said, attacked him from behind, gave him Sister Abigail, and that that's, that's enough said. Yeah. That was the big thing, uh... I'm trying to remember what else. Oh, Roman Reigns had a segment at the end <clears throat> with the dog food. What'd you think about the dog food segment? That got wild. 
that got out of hand. So this started with just a Roman versus Ziggler match, and Baron King Corbin had this plan. Like you said, he's going to embarrass Roman Reigns tonight. And we don't know how. He's got a posse now. What? What were the? What are the? What's his posse? Who? who uh, whose posse? Corbin's posse. Uh, Ziggler and Rude. No, no, no. He had, he had like uh, peons, the ones that brought him out on his throne. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just jobbers in black shirts and black pants, but they're the ones that are doing all the dirty work, trying to get Roman like tied to the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who those minions are. So this, yeah, there's minions, and they help him. Like after the match breaks out, like Roman wins the match, but Corbin Ziggler and Rude are attacking him, and the peons are attacking him. So. Obviously, Roman's outnumbered. They get some handcuffs out from below the ring. This is where shit goes a little awry, Eric. Did you notice that Cole said, what's that under the ring? <laughs> well, when they when, when they lifted the apron? They, they lifted the apron, and I don't think Cole was supposed to mention this, but there were some shoes over by the turnbuckle. Some shoes? Some shoes and some legs, Eric. Oh. There's a guy kneeling down underneath the turnbuckle, like when this shit's all getting set up. Okay. And then, like, so I had my eye on that after Cole said something. I'm like, wait, he just fucked up there. He was not supposed to mention that. So what and do you... Then, go ahead. Uh, the, the guy under the ring, like we never did see him at all. Like he'd just been living under the ring the entire night. And his job was to try and tie Roman's feet up. But we saw him at first because he, he jumped a gun and like, went, like, three minutes too early to go tie his feet up before he's in position. And then when he did actually get his feet tied up, he only got one tied up. It was very sloppily done by the guy under the <laughs> ring. So, like, were we supposed to see him at the point when he's tying his feet up? No. Then That's weird, though. That, that doesn't make sense to me. So, like... It, it, I was really baffled by this. Huh. Yeah, cause this Go is... back and take a look. Like, as soon as they start fucking around on the outside, <clears> and, like, someone goes under the ring to grab something, Cole's like, what's that over by the turnbuckle? And you just see a little pair of dress shoes, you know? <laughs> so, like, he as he doesn't mention it, and Cole never mentions it again? No. Because that would make sense if he was like, what, what was that? And then later on he was like, Baron had somebody hiding under the ring to tie his feet up. Yeah, I'm sure that's the route they'll probably take, but you never saw that guy go under the ring. You never saw him leave from under the ring. He just stayed there the whole time, like throughout the match. Could you see his hands when he was tying the feet up? Yeah, you saw him, like, try and slip out his hands like a cat played with a cat toy, like from under the ring. You just saw his little paw sneak out, like trying to rope in Robin's feet. Yeah, it sounds like somebody was confused. Yeah, someone didn't quite know their job. It, it might have been the announcers. I feel like, I feel like, you know, like if there's somebody tying up his legs, because like, you know, this is suspended disbelief. Like, why, why would there be a guy tying up his legs if he wasn't put there by Corbin? Yeah, you know right, what I mean. That's why I'm thinking. Why is he living under the ring? Why did he come back out and help beat up Roman? I don't know. I feel like somebody dropped the ball. So, yeah, it ended up Roman's, like, shackled to the turnbuckle post on the outside. And then Corbin and Ziggler, like, you want to be the big dog? 
here, have some dog food. And they just straight shower him with real fucking dog food. Yeah, the wet stuff. The wait, the wet stuff. <laughs> Not the kibble. No, the, the wet, wet stuff. And it's getting all up in Roman's grill. He's it's getting smeared in his face and everything. Oh, man. It was, it was an interesting play. Like, I'm down for that. that. That gets you, like, legitimate heat. Yeah, I was I was thinking the whole time, like, how much Vince thought that that ruled. Oh, but, yeah, Vince was so proud of himself. Yeah, like, everything I've learned about Vince, if it's true, that's the kind of segment that he loves. The humiliation segment? Yeah, just like, I mean... He loves little stupid shit like that. He likes comedy, you know. He's he's entertainment. You know, people say he's not in the wrestling business. He's in the entertainment business. That's very true. So yeah, That's I I, I, I think he fucking loved that segment. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Which yeah, I agree. It wasn't bad. It was it was. Is that how the show ended? Uh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a bad finish. Um, uh, one more thing from SmackDown, real quick. Uh, you had a uh, Andy Rose versus Alexa Bliss. Did you catch that? Oh yeah, I caught it. <clears throat> so Alexa Bliss got her eyebrow or eyelash torn off by Mandy Rose. That's the only takeaway worth noting from this match. Yeah, the fake eyelashes. Which That's I just think like. Alexa Bliss should have just came back and ripped them extensions out. Yeah. Tit for tat. Yeah, I agree. I, I like that. I, I would be fine with any of that kind of shit. I mean, if it's supposed to be real action, like, if, if you know, if we're believing that this is real combat, which we're supposed to be, like, yeah. why wouldn't you pull somebody's fake-ass hair out? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's been done accidentally before, so... Oh, yeah, Mandy Rose has left her weave on the fucking mat, weave to the canvas several times on accident. Yeah. Just a little fur ball over there, don't yeah. worry about it. And the it's, yeah. It yeah, the ref will kick it out when nobody's looking or somebody else will scoop it up. Yeah, get a guy with a little dustpan out there. I have a question uh, that I, I saw a little clip during the uh, Lacey Evans... Uh, had a squash match versus Haley Jones, which, mm-hmm. which was just like enhancement, like a local indie lady. Yeah, that was a. Uh, 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 Samantha helped me out with this one because I'm watching. I'm like, what is she supposed to be? Like, what is her costume? And she said it was a uh, ringmaster from a circus. Oh, see, I didn't pay too much attention to the jobbing. Uh, I, was, I was there for the promo after, but. uh she was wearing a ringmaster type thing with like what vertical stripes and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was a ring. It was a ring. So her character's like a ringmaster. Oh, so that's real indie style. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That that's real gimmicky. That's why I thought of it because I was like, this is very unvince like. Usually with the enhancement ladies, you just get you know a a, a typical. You know, chick. He doesn't do a lot of that gimmick shit. No, not anymore. <clears throat> so I thought that was pretty cool. But no, my question is, uh, I saw a, a, a video of, I think it was Lacey Evans, like a recap from last week, the one I missed. It was like Lacey Evans slapping uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, we and, talked about that. Yeah, and Bailey's standing right next to her, and Bailey doesn't do anything. Yeah. Did we talk about that? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that. Why the fuck not? I hate shit like that. She might have been scared. That might have been her, like, trying to push that she's scared of Lacey. I guess. But she sees her as a threat. Yeah. I guess so, but she's a champ, man. That's what garbage. Yeah. No, but, I agree. Uh, Bailey needs to be a stronger heel. She needs to be more confident in herself. And, like, if Lacey's going to slap her best friend while they're giving a promo, then, yeah, you need, you need to clap back. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the Revival won a... Uh, they won some kind of match to have a shot at uh, the New Day's titles, I believe. That was... Um, was that on Raw or SmackDown? I don't know, that was on SmackDown, you're right. Yeah, so... Yeah, this uh, Elimination Fatal 4-Way match with uh, Revival, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and uh, Ali and Gable. And... Ali and Gable were the last people to be eliminated, so when it got down to Ali and Gable versus Revival, you're like, oh shit, well, obviously we know where this one's going. They're not going to have Shorty G and Mustafa Ali versus the New Day. Yeah, G and Ali. G and Ali. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get, we get uh, uh, Revival versus New Day again, but is this a TLC match? Because that'd just make it a lot better. Uh, no. Ladder. Oh, it's a ladder match. Okay, well, that's something. I'll take that. Yeah. And the Bray Wyatt Miz one is not a uh, title match. Singles. That's not a TLC either. It's just single match? Nope, that's a straight up don't mess with my family match. Uh, if we're getting into Raw, there's something. There's a... A TLC match that got booked on Raw that I'm pumped about. Yes, I know what you're... I know. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, we're getting Becky and Charlotte versus uh, the Kabuki Warriors. Becky and Charlotte have reluctantly gotten back on the same page, Eric. Yep. After, Which means you and I are back on the same page. Yep, after, after uh, having trouble with the Kabuki Warriors, which is like... It's two against one, man. Yeah. Why, why each having two on one handicap matches? I don't know, but uh, I, I did like how the announcers kept pushing that. Like every five seconds, like, oh, the the uh, numbers advantage for the Kabuki Warriors is coming into play. Yeah, no shit. It's a handicap match. <laughs> yeah. Be- Becky looks strong as shit, though, in this match. This is the first time I've seen her in weeks, maybe since before Thanksgiving. So I was, I was glad to see Becky. Oh, yeah. You mean like in a match? Yeah. yeah. No, she hasn't come over anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant like, she's been on TV. She just hasn't oh, been in a match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a match. It, be- Becky in action. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I I agree. That's going to be good. They and have... I think, actually, technically, she won this son of a bitch. Because I think the Kabuki Warriors got disqualified. Yeah, they didn't let her. Yeah, they did. She, they she didn't lose clean at all. Yeah, she won technically. They they threw her through it, or no? They put her on the table and then uh, Kyrie Sane hit her with the elbow. Yeah, that was a badass elbow drop from the top rope to the outside through a table. Yes, that was good. There, uh, that and the uh, obviously the Rollins heel turn. Oh yeah. 
or the, um, the uh, completion of the heel turn because he kind of started that weeks prior. Yeah, he's he's full on heel now, and I I like his heel character. He thinks he's in the right. Oh yeah, he's he's a natural heel. He's always been better at that. I think <laughs> it's good to see him back in that role. Um, now I was watching WWE backstage and they were talking like, "What'd you think of that uh, that whole van segment?" Oh, about like. Like how he was in the van? Yeah, so... Uh, quick recap, like... Then KO... KO's on the hunt for AOP. He's got a lead pipe in hand, just roaming through the back of the... We'll get back to your music shortly, but first... Did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Arena. And, uh, gets led to a garage because he sees AOP's van that they rolled up in. And, uh, He's looking around in the van and shit, just beating the hell out of it. And then AOP, the tag team, come up and attack him from behind. And, like, start hitting him with the, uh, what are those called, the trunk doors? What's it called in a trunk in a van? Uh, the I just call them the back doors. Yeah, back doors. That's, that's a better word for it. <laughs> yeah, the trunk doors. start bashing KO with the back doors which looked painful as hell yeah it was good it was well done by both I don't know if KO was just eating those shots or they did a good trick but yeah it looked really good oh yeah and then the camera just swings around the back door to look in the van you see this creepy ass fucking revolving chair sitting in the back in the back of the van not facing you and then Someone wheels around in it, like in a tightly rolled up hoodie, and you just see Seth Rollins do the reveal by whipping his little hood down. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, I'm with AOP." Yeah, and he's and then the hair is uh, instead of down when the hair is wet and down, that's that's face mode. And now oh, we're, it's, it's tight. Now we're wet and tight. Wet and tight, okay. Wet. He's got the ponytail on. Yeah, wet and tied back tight in the ponytail, like like every great villain. <laughs> so, so I, I really appreciate that. But yeah, as far as the van, I mean, I, I, as somebody, if you didn't know a lot about vans, you might think that's ridiculous, but let me tell you this. I went to um, purchase a van one time in Springfield, Illinois, and I went to a dealership that had about 40 cargo vans. And uh, was just scanning through them all, you know. And one yeah. of one of them had the exact setup that you saw. It was a uh, a a, a uh, chair that was on a swivel, bolted to the like it, it was like what you see in a movie when they're staking something out or something. You know, there's like a desk uh, that you could put like your computer on or whatever, and then it's got chairs. You know, oh. yeah, like you know when you see in the movies where they're smoking the cigarettes and casing the scene. Yeah, yeah, the stakeout van uh, is legit. I saw a couple of them on that lot, and they had those bolted down swivel chairs. So it's not it's not extremely ridiculous. And that van is that van's pretty cold. 
I think we can all agree there. Oh, yeah. When those guys roll up in that, I mean, I, I would like it to be a big-ass blacked-out Tahoe myself, but it's a pretty sweet-looking van. Yeah, it's slick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm backstage there just asking, like, where, like, why did you get a van like that? Why did you have the revolving chair? And they're like, Vince definitely just wanted that chair to spin around. He just wanted it to reveal like that because there's no other purpose they're saying, like, why, why would you have a chair in a van like that? And Eric just answered their question. Yeah, they got themselves a stakeout van. Vince ordered the fucking stakeout package. Because <laughs> you never know how he could recycle that after this after this storyline's through, you know? He'll figure it out. Yeah, he might, not, he might need to stake something out. Who knows? Exactly. That's hilarious. But no, I thought, I thought that was a good segment. It lasted, like... Most of the night, which we've talked about a lot on the show, is something I really like with my wrestling show. Is something that's going to keep coming back throughout the show. Yeah, you can, you can hang with it through commercials. Yeah, you're like, what? You know, I can't stop watching now because I need to know, you know, when when KO is going to find AOP and what's Seth doing, and uh, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It, it keeps you involved. Yeah, I agree. So, and like, like you said, we've been saying that shit for years now, so. Yeah. Um, one more thing I want to say about this. So, do they have a match, KO? Like, is there a TLC match lined up? Um, no. Nope. We don't have, we don't have, uh, Rollins on the card at all. Which is fine with me. I mean, he's in the middle of a character change. Like, you can slow build this one if you want. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like, I mean, you know, KO and Rollins, that'll be great. Oh, yeah, so they're going to be saving that for the Rumble, you think, in January? Yeah, I think they're going to slow build it. I mean, this is this is a big problem I have with... Uh, I love pay-per-views, but I'd be down to ch- I'd be down to lose a lot of these pay-per-views, man. Because, really? Just because you you uh, you end up rushing shit and just putting together poop matches. Even though this card doesn't look too bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the like the tag the tag team division. It's just like ah, we'll have a fatal four way, and then whoever wins that will face the new day. Yeah, filling spots really. Just little stuff like that. I mean, the only th- like. Roman Corbin has a has a story going. Bray Miz has a little story. Uh, they did the they rushed they kind of rushed the they did kind of the same thing with Kabuki Warriors versus Becky and Charlotte. Express style. Yeah. Everything's kind of been express. Um, yeah. Except that well the Rusev Lashley thing's been going on a long time. Too long, if you ask me. That's oh, what started God. this program, and the promo was just god awful. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, we can't we can't finish Raw without talking about this. Okay. Uh, I it started out I was happy with it when uh when Rusev came out and he was just like a like a classic divorced guy. He's just like a new man. He was so happy. He's got a lot of pep in his step. Yeah, I mean that was hilarious, and he did a good job at that. But then Lana started talking. And it was like, holy it's shit. Not so much talking, it's just like she immediately starts yelling. Like she's trying so desperately to get any sort of heat from the crowd that she 
always just reverts to yelling and extending out her words. Uh, you know? Yeah, she's just not good, man. You know, you can tell she's got people in the back telling her this is what you got to do, and then they watch, and then you can, you know, when they're watching her do it, they're like, "Oh my god, that's not it." Yeah, that's not how you do it. No, it's she's just like <clears throat> she's not following the. Like you know, there need she does she can't feel when that arc is supposed to hit when you're supposed to be the most mad. Yeah, no, she immediately goes to 110 percent on being upset out there. Like, okay, you know, you need to build this up a little bit. Yeah, when she went to full breakdown mode and was like yelling and on the on her knees, like you know, I don't know if you remember that part of the segment, but she ends up like just yelling crazily and on her knees. Like it's supposed to be like a total breakdown. Yeah. And it wasn't time. I don't it know. Wasn't time. It was before it was supposed to happen. Cause you still had like two minutes of talking after that. Yeah. And King is hilariously just trying to, he's being a good sport up there and he's like trying to make all the right faces and it's just making me crack up. I'm like, God, this is terrible. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it, it was it was not good at all. Nope. So we get that. Um, I don't know if there's anything else important that happened on Raw. Let me see here. Oh, I didn't get to see Drew Hart. I didn't get to see D Mac versus Matt Hardy. It's quick. Uh, D Mac squashing with the DDT. Boom, DDT, and then a Claymore kick. Okay. Matt Hardy's getting real short matches. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with him. I, I think he's like... It seems like he's been on the verge of retirement for like a year. Oh, yeah. I mean... Every time they, they, they make a comeback as a tag team, Jeff or Matt goes a little party hardy. Yeah, somebody gets hurt or somebody gets a drunk. Yeah. Something happens. Uh, so they need to... I don't know. If I mean, I think he does want to retire soon. He keeps saying weird shit on social media, like hinting at it. Yeah. They just need to give give him one more thing, something, you know. Yeah, he needs he needs a run. He, maybe he'll do it like this WrestleMania season. Yeah, maybe he's waiting for Jeff to do one more little run. That'd be cool. Yeah. You got, you got when will the Swanton stop? Not yet. No, not, not yet. They're still going. Not yet, man. Uh, oh, Eric Rowan had a num- had a match with a uh, with an enhancement talent local jobber. I am at the point where I'm fast forwarding anything with Rowan. Yeah, I mean, you teased us with the thing, and I was intrigued, but now you've <laughs> lost me. Yeah, was what was that a month ago that we first saw it, and I hardly cared. Yeah. And you've been drawing it out for a month, like anyone gives a damn. It's just you're filling time in a three hour program. That's all you're doing. Yeah, pisses me off. That's why it needs to be a two-hour program. Yeah, because there's so much so much stuff for people to get on now. You know, like NXT. You know, I mean, the WWE has so many fucking wrestling shows. Yeah, there's no need for this three-hour program. No, really isn't. But um, and then we had Rey Mysterio and uh, AJ, which was a good match. I was in a time crunch watching Raw so I could get other things recorded because I got a full DVR. Oh, okay. Well, it was it was what you'd expect, but it was a good match. It had some drama. Some, uh, Ray won, right? Uh, yeah, Ray won. Okay. During, it was a, wasn't a clean win. Like, 
Randy Orton snuck in to threaten AJ, you know? He like Oh yeah, yeah. He snuck in real quick and was about to hit an RKO, but AJ caught him out of the corner of his eye and just kinda had a little stare down and then that led to a roll up. So is that a few of the building AJ versus Randy Orton? Yep, looks like it. Okay. So that's that's about gonna be holding the US title with no one to face really. I don't know what they're doing with Ray Ray. Well, I mean, you, you can put him in a match with anyone. Oh, yeah. He's so damn versatile. Yeah. It's insane. I know. It is nice to see him with, I was thinking during this match, it's nice to see him with smaller dudes, though. Cause Back they, in the comfort zone? Yeah, they really love to do that whole David and Goliath bullshit with him. Yeah. Like, they, Vince loves putting him up against the Big Show and Braun Strowman and... Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. It, which is fine. Like, he he's good at that, too. But it's, like, a guy AJ's size, that's great to watch. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm down with that. Like, any, any... Like... I keep thinking, like, names like Carrillo and stuff, but I, I need someone on the heel side because Ray's never going heel. No. Has he ever been heel? I don't know. I just had that thought when you said that. I think when his mask was off, was he heel? He had a demask period. Yeah, in WCW. Oh Christ. Yeah, leave it up to them. Like I'm pretty sure that was a bit that was a bitch off era move. I'm pretty sure he just had a podcast about how big of a mistake it was. Demasking Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a terrible. It's a, it is a. It's an egregious mistake in the wrestling business to de- to demask somebody like Ray with his heritage. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> That's an egregious mistake. But um, uh, side note, podcasting out apparently is easier than we make it seem because the New Day has started a podcast called Feel the Power. That, according to Cole, is number one sports podcast. Yeah, they already got more listeners than we do. I mean, we... God damn it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't buy a fucking listener. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess you gotta have a name. You know? Yeah, seriously. You gotta be famous. Sorry, gotta, we're not all WWE yeah, wrestlers. Seven-time tag team champs. Yeah, you gotta be professional wrestler. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I didn't listen to it, but I'm sure it's fucking great. No, I just heard them tease it on Smack, uh, SmackDown. Also, Eric, they, they teased possibly the funniest collab that I've seen. Oh, Shane McMahon. Have you seen this? No. Shane McMahon, this week on CBS, was going to be on NCIS LA. Oh, my God. <laughs> he like, fits it perfectly with that cast. Like, he's playing Shane McMahon, or he's playing, like, a character? I don't know. They just said, I mean, he's, he's going to be on the show. I don't know. He's pro- Maybe he's Shane. Maybe, maybe he's someone else. Either way, it's probably fucking funny as shit. I saw a, an, an amazing uh, screenshot on Instagram, and it was... Man, it looked like, it looked like Big Show... I'm thinking it was Big Show. It was somebody with a big ass. It wasn't Rikishi, though. But I'm pretty sure it was Big Show. It was a big motherfucker. But anyway, he's like... He's leaning over the ropes. Like, imagine the top ropes, like, right under Big Show's belly. 
and he's and he's completely over the ropes uh, with his ass sticking out, you know. And then Vince Vince McMahon's head is right in his ass, and it's it's with Vince McMahon's like ring gear, like you could tell he was involved in the match. And uh, so Vince McMahon's ass is right to his or his face is right to Big Show's ass. And then, uh, and he's on his knees. I mean, it's hilarious. And then it, right right in front of them is Shane McMahon bleeding out of the forehead. Like, face looking right at the camera. And I'm just like, man, this this right here is why wrestling is awesome. This is this is why it has a following right here. Because you, you can imagine putting your boss's head in someone's ass while yeah. his son watches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man! So yeah, that that I just remembered that when you said Shano. Uh, I wish I could see that episode of NCIS. I almost texted my parents to record it. I oh, just, just to tell them. Talk, check it out! Like there's, there's gonna be a wrestler on your show. So, I think that's all, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I watch AEW and I'm getting less impressed with it every week. Uh, I I watched um, some of it and it, it does have a real. Uh, I don't even know how to just. It, it's 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 a real WCW feel. I think the main <laughs> the main complaint is the storylines, from what I've heard. Yeah, they're, they're basically non-existent. Exactly, which is not what a guy like me wants. No. Maybe I got a little Vince McMahon in me. Especially with a full new cast of wrestlers, you know. You gotta have a storyline to be able to tell them all apart. Otherwise, they're just a bunch of long-haired fools. Yeah. It's the reason why indie shows, to some people like me, aren't the best thing in the world. Yeah. Because unless you're, like, playing some gimmick that I can get in the first 60 seconds when you come out or you cut some sort of promo to get a little heat with the crowd, then... You know, I don't know who to invest in. Yeah, and, and unless you're amazing. Like, the the one, the best wrestler I've seen in Peoria um, his, uh, is that Stephen Wolf guy. The guy that was on that Evolve show. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he was just, actually, last week he was at the Performance Center. He had a tryout with WWE. Last week? Yeah. How'd it go? I don't know. He said he said it went good on the social media, but I mean you can keep going to him. Like if if nothing turns out from it, he can always go back and you know. Yeah. So good luck to him. But um, like with when I saw him, we saw him in some weird little town, but you could tell. I was like, oh yeah, that that dude's legit. Like he could actually do this. So if you see somebody like that, then indie shows rule. You know, then you're yeah. like. Okay, this guy could really fucking do this. Yeah. But if he's just... Uh, yeah, that's a whole other layer then. Yeah. But if it's just a guy like me, like if I wanted to try it, if it's a guy like me, there's no story, I'm meh in the ring, you know, I'm just whatever. Yeah. Then then it's hard, you know, that's when it's not as cool. Yeah. It's just like, you start questioning, like, is this that good? Like, what am I hanging out to? <laughs> It might even get a little sad on you. You, you never know. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we're at an hour, Jeff. So we need to get down to brass tacks here. We should should we do your uh, bulls update before our predictions? Yeah, let's do it. 
Alright, let's see here. Guardians alive and well. Oh yeah, they're here. Let me let me wake them up. Because it's time for your 30 second Bulls update. from the Smackdown show we went to in 2002 and the uh, headline is Peorians know wrestling is fake but they love it they love it as much as I love the Bulls after a win there you go. last time I talked to you Eric the Bulls were sitting at 8-14 and they had the Gold State Warriors coming to town that G League Warriors guess what they lost a heartbreak, and I didn't see the game. But they lost by two points. Oh, to the Warriors? To the Warriors. Not good. And then, Eric, we had a game with the Miami Heat. A Sunday matinee down in Miami. And you're thinking, oh, fuck. Here we go. But they actually played well. They led almost the entire time, Eric. But then they started to let it slide. And this goddamn game went to overtime. Yep. And then we lost the motherfucker. Yep. I made it a point to follow this one, and you know why. Yeah. It's no good. No bueno. So, yeah, I haven't listened to our uh, normal show, Levitard show, all week. Mostly because I didn't want to listen to him on Monday. Well, this is the Miami win. Their, real quick, their take on that game was that they were uh, happy with how the Heat were able to, uh, you know, shut it down when they're facing such a shitty team and then turn it on at the end to get the win. Not sure, yeah, what a bunch of fucking homers. Bulls <laughs> fans! We then went on the next night to lose to the defending champions at home by one fucking point. Another oh. heartbreak. Third heartbreak in a row. God damn. But then, then Bulls fans, we had the Atlanta Hawks coming into town Wednesday night. And like the Wu-Tang Clan, the Bulls were here for domination, baby. Because they led the shit wire, wire to wire. They, they, they were down for like in the first four minutes of the game. Whoop-de-doo. They led this thing by 35 points. Everyone was scoring. And Atlanta doesn't play defense at all. So they won this thing 136-102, to 102, Eric. Damn. And then last night, there was another shit game that I didn't watch. And it got spoiled for me because this was just a terrible game. The Charlotte Hornets came to town. They're not good. They're not bad, but they're not good. I hear that this game was a 83-73 to 73 win for the Charlotte Hornets. Ugh. What the hell? Man, you don't see numbers like that in, in the NBA anymore. 
The Bulls shot 30%. The Hornets shot 36%. That sounds like a garbage game. I'm pretty sure when the Warriors were good, they could get to 70 by half. Yeah. That's oh ugly. yeah, that's not that uncommon. That's ugly. So Bulls fans, we now sit at 9 and 18, I believe. Let me double check that math. But we have the, uh, one of the champion favorite LA Clippers coming into town tonight, so that's a surefire win. Why don't we just make it 9 and 19? Because we're assuming that the Bulls will lose tonight. Got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George coming into town. Are they both gonna play? I mean, if one of them plays, that's yeah. Good enough. Yeah, it's that kind of year. Nine and eighteen, though, Bulls fans. I'm feeling a hot streak coming up for the holidays. Happy holidays! Stay tuned and stay pumped. Hell yeah! Let's hear for them, audience. There they are. Thank you for that, Jeff. Before we end your update, uh, Wolf says that um, on the score, they trash Boylan all the time. What say you? About trashing Boylan? Yeah, deserved or not? Anyone who trashed Boylan's learning on the job, check it out. Anyone who wants to fire Boylan, who you want to come in and coach? Name the fucking coach that's going to turn this franchise around. And why, with this young core... Are you going to have a second coaching change? You think that's going to go good with them? No. When their contract is fired, they're saying, I'm out. This team can't fucking keep a coach. Yeah. You stick with Boylan. You stick with that damn punch clock. And you let him do work. Because he's getting to these young kids. It's just, there's mental lapses. He's get, they're, they're buying into the system. Yeah. It's just, it's not, yeah, I mean, you can't really judge Boylan as a coach right now, I feel like. I think I'm just ranting about this on Instagram to some random Bulls fan earlier today. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like you said, the team's too young. Yeah. Keep the coach. If you want to fire guard packs, uh, sure. I'm, I'm for that, but I'm not one of those assholes that wants to start every Bulls update with fire guard packs. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I'm with you. If I, if I see that they get fired, I'm fine with that. Yeah. It, they've had their run, man. you got to eventually change shit around. Exactly. I don't know when they started getting into power, but it's been long enough. Yeah, uh, 15 years or so, I believe. At yeah, least. Exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you for that update, Jeff. So I think the I think um I feel okay about my original pick of 22 wins, but I still think oh, it might more shit. might be a hair low, I still think. It better be a hair low. <laughs> Uh, so let's go ahead and do um, predictions for this uh, Sunday's TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, 2019. Cool. Thank you for uh, conveniently stalling for me for that Bulls update. Yeah, my, You've been teaching you well. Yeah, my mom, uh, for some reason, had these had a newspaper saved from like the Journal Star's fucking review of SmackDown after we went that one year. And the asshole that wrote it, Marianne Payne, starts it out with, Peorians know wrestling is fake, but they love it. Oh, that is such, I mean, come on, man. That is really a 2002 wrestling take right there. Yeah. I guess, yes, we know, yeah. 
I don't even know. I don't even like people have people have really become a lot cooler. If I uh, if I tell somebody I like wrestling and they tell me I do I you know it's fake right? Like if I hear that in 2020, I might kill somebody <laughs> because that you're, is you're that, program, yeah man. that is so fucking dumb to say that. Like yes, I understand fucking wrestling. I'm I'm not five years old actually. I also know Santa is fake. Thank you. Yeah. Like these are yeah. things I learned long, long ago. Yeah, you want to go through the list? Uh, so yeah, TLC 2019. Let's start with some undercard type shit. Let's start with the tag team division on the Raw side. We got the Viking Raiders versus. Uh, to, to be determined. So that's weird. What um, the fuck? Yeah, they're good. Is this pre-show? So what'd they do on Raw? They just squashed some people, right? Or no, they they did a match with uh, the Street Profits. Didn't they? Uh, let me open my book and check it back out, man. I got NXT on right now. It, it looks fun this week. Have you gotten a chance for that? No, I heard it was awesome. I wish I would have gotten it, but nope, I haven't had a chance. Uh, yeah, they had a they had a Raw Tag Team Championship open challenge, and the Street Profits were the one who answered, but uh, Viking Raiders retained. I, 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 I didn't get a good look at the end of this match. I just saw that they retained the titles. Yeah, and then I'm getting information on the internet here that at uh, Backstage, which is like a show that they film uh, before Raw, I believe. Um, it's like, you know, one of those little undercard shows that they have on Hulu. Uh, on Backstage, it was revealed that they have issued another open challenge, but uh, for the pay-per-view. So that's what that is. It's a... Are you talking about Backstages in the show I watch on Fox? Oh yeah, no. What? Yeah, I, okay. So backstage, <laughs> I'm talking about what's that? What is that undercard show? Oh, main event. Oh, okay. I'm um, okay. So backstage, the show that you watch, it was revealed that they have an open challenge for, at the pay per view. Gotcha. So I'll go uh, Viking Raiders retain on that. No matter who it is, really. Well, I guess I guess that's not true, but I'm gonna guess they retain. I'm gonna guess it's it's not a huge, the TBD's not anything great. You know what, Eric? I, I would take a bold statement. Instead of street profits, are gonna take up that challenge again and win. That's not a bad take. I'll stick with mine, but yeah, I like I like what you're saying there. I'd be cool with that. Oh yeah, let's hope for that. Even though we probably we are gonna be able to watch this, but so. uh, we will. We'll stick in the. We'll go ahead and get the tag teams out of the way. We got the New Day versus the Revival for the uh, SmackDown titles. Um, New Day current champs. Who you got here? Uh, stick with New Day. Me too. New Day all day. Yep, right now they're they got the podcast out. No need to no need to take any steam away from them. No, no need to fret. Nope. Um, okay, let's go to Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, which has been um, a blackout for me. Is this are these raw people that are missing on the Hulu cut? Maybe. Yeah, they've been building 
this feud, but there's no story to it. It's just Alistair still saying, picking a fight, pick a fight with me. And Buddy's saying, yeah, I want to pick a fight with you. And they've each, like, I, I feel like they've had a match against each other. I know they've, like, been watching each other's matches. I mean, it's they're probably good matches. Oh, yeah, this will be a good match. Buddy Murphy's good, and, you know, Black is, too. Yeah. Um, and this is just a straight grudge match. I'm going to go Black. I like him. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Black. Then we will go Rusev versus Lashley. Oh, man. In a divorce match. A what? It's not, I just called it a divorce match. I thought there's some weird stipulation going on. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember who got the best of who on. I see. I feel like Rusev got the best of Lashley on Raw, right? Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. I think so. He was a happy one. Throughout the night. Uh, uh, yeah, he put Lashley through the table. I'm still going to go Rusev in, in hopes that this puts a bow on this thing. Put a Christmas bow on it? Yeah, let's forget about it. Because I feel like if Lashley wins, then it keeps going. Yeah, you want to enter 2020 fresh, Rusev. I'm going to go Rusev day every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a uh, just a single match or no DQ match or what? Oh, yeah, that's a tables match. Oh, hell yeah. I'm down. All right, uh, up next. We got, we will go um, the Kabuki War. No, we'll go Bray Wyatt versus The Miz in uh, the first Bray Wyatt character we've seen in a while. And this is, like you said, no stipulation, just grudge match, I think. Or no, it's your pick. Who do you got here? They might do this to give Bray a loss, so I'm going to go wild, and I'm going to go with the Miz. Okay, I'll go Bray. Yeah, like, the, you know, the Fiend's obviously untouchable. But this is a chance to get, to get to see Bray wrestling some normal light, and maybe a chance for him to have a loss on his record that WWE doesn't keep because it's better than AEW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, AEW's doing like records, like uh, like like combat sports. Yeah, for the, on AEW this week for the first time in my, I believe in my life, I heard the term number two contender. I said, "What the fuck is that?" Also, oh, like ranking them like MMA people. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, do they do their records too? Do they say like John Moxley fourteen and two or something? Yeah, but since I've been watching, like, it's a lot of O's and O's, like, at the start of a football season. You know, everyone's had, like, under 10 matches or so. Yeah. So, like, the the record's threefold in win, lose, or draw. And I'm just not used to seeing records, but they have them, like, every time they uh, show their name when they're coming into the ring, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, where WWE would show stats and shit, they kind of just throw it down there next to the name. Yeah. Well, I mean, Vince never wants to pigeonhole himself in something like that. No. Like, because then you can just come back and lie and say some bullshit. Yeah, you can can flip the script at any time without a record. I'm down with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's go. 
Kabuki Warriors versus Becky and Charlotte. This is a women's tag match TLC match. This is probably my my match of the night as I'm looking at the card or what yeah. I'm what I'm most interested in. Definitely. It's the Sisters of Destruction, Eric. Yeah. Uh but it oh, it is for the tag team titles. Yeah, it's a TLC match too. Huh. Well, I mean, let's do it, man. Let's go Becky and Charlotte. Are you? Let's say, yeah, fuck it. You... I can't bet. It, I can't bet against Becky if Charlotte asks a question. You want to be <laughs> Becky two belts again? So yeah, sisters' destruction. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know what you're probably thinking. Yeah. Obviously, there could be a fallout, and the Kabuki Warriors retain. Yeah. But, I mean. I wouldn't. I don't. If, if it really went down like we're predicting, I, I wouldn't be mad at that. No. So we'll Not go. At all. We'll go we'll, with that. We'll for the holidays, we'll treat for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Becky and Charlotte as tag champs. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one. Only seven matches on the card so far, which is good. Uh, Roman versus Corbin, and this is this is the second TLC match of the night. Oh, that's TLC! Hell yeah. Yeah, a, a big boy TLC, which is a little different. Um, shit. TLCs are no DQ, so you know everyone's going to get involved. Yeah. Like Corbin's side. Yep. And I'm a, I'm a, yeah, you got to go with the big dog. Yeah, he had way too much dog food, and he's going <laughs> to fucking poop it all out yeah. on Corbin's yeah. shoes. He's full, man. What you've done is you've energized the big dog, you idiot. Yeah, you fool. Yeah. You gave him all the <laughs> nourishment. Kick ass with this, man. Yeah, you gave him all the nourishment he needs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put me down for Reigns as well. So, no um, main title matches on this. No. Just tag titles. Yeah, that is interesting. Not even the mid-card titles. No. U.S. Intercontinental, neither of them. I think Shinsuke's like, something's up with him. He must be like injured or something. He's the IC titles holder still, right? Yeah. Yeah, he must be sick or something, because he, he's totally dropped off, right? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, they even switched Sami Zayn over to Mojo Raleigh for some reason. <clears throat> I forgot about that. That was weird. That but was yeah, super weird. Is that weird. it for the predictions? That's it. I'm a little behind on our overall record because we got fucked up with Crown Jewel. So I'm two pay-per-views behind, but uh, next week I'll give you an updated record on our overall predictions. Because we're, we're getting close to 200 matches predicted, Eric. No, oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I, I, looking at this card, I don't think it's... I think it could, like, like I said, I'm excited about the women's tag match other than that I mean big dog Corbin I got a little vested interest Bray Miz I want to see because of the Bray character yeah that's that's probably my top three there yeah same here the others I could just you know chiller yeah (laughs) but some of them will be good like we said like Alistair Buddy New Day Revival those are good matches Hell yeah. Cool, man. Uh, Anything else that we got that we're missing? Uh, 
I don't think so. I think that's I think that's wrestling for the week. Like I said, I didn't get to see the SmackDown Go Home show, but I was on Instagram today, and I didn't see anything. The only thing, literally, the only thing I saw was uh, one of the revival guys. Um, not Dawson. What's the other one? Scott Dawson and Zach oh, Wilder. Yeah, he uh, he Zach Wilder, I think, or something. Oh, I, I said Zach Ryder. <laughs> It's close. Is that? Oh my god! I'm having the biggest brain fart right now. That's a real person, right? <clears throat> is that is that Ryder's first name? Like the guy who won the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania a couple of years ago, and he tag teams yeah. with yeah, yeah. His name his name's Zach, right? Yeah, Zach Ryder. Yeah. Maybe I'm I, maybe I'm confusing. I know the guy's last name's anyway. One of the guys from Revival tripped on the way out to the ring, and it was hilarious. Like a like a full wrestling back down this week. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <clears throat> like um uh God, who was that that tripped in the Greatest Royal Rumble? Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Uh, if you follow anybody that's not following the rest, the Instagram page WrestleBotch, it's fucking hilarious. And uh, in honor of the fall that that guy took on SmackDown, they rolled out a whole list of them, like ten of them. <laughs> And they were hilarious. That's great. I, I think the and the person I'll tell you what the person who best fell and re- like the person who reacted best to falling was Vince McMahon. Really? Yeah. He like almost fell off the apron, and at this point, you know, he was Mr. McMahon character, like full heel. Yeah. So he just starts yelling at the crowd. He's so pissed. It's hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, th- I think that's it, man. If if all I saw from SmackDown was the guy falling down, it must not have been too uh, important. Yeah, clearly not. Um, Go home, so that's all. Yep. So on that note, Jeff, uh, I just want to remind everybody that Peorians know that wrestling is fake, but they love it. But they love it. And go watch Badass Wrestling Organization tonight. Yes, tonight at the Peak and Dome. And congrats to uh, the Avani's Peak and Dome. And congrats to Stephen Stephen Wolf from Peoria on his WWE Performance Center tryout. And good luck. Hell yeah, buddy. Good luck and good night. Night, night. Night, night. night, night. Damn it. <laughs> but now I don't understand. calling it. Now I don't understand. Good. Uh, I said, okay. 